Hello and welcome to episode 209 of the Casual Tryhard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And I almost forgot how the intro went there. It's, 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 <laughs> it's been, only been four years. It's been rough. As I tell my students, don't get old. It's like being young, but nothing works. Um, <laughs> yeah, like my computer tonight. Yeah. Sorry the, if there's some issues during this show. We'll apologize in advance. We, we shortened the pre-show because we were like, we don't know if his, uh, the computer will make it all the way through. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I've been texting it pretty heavily lately, so. Yeah. So we're, Wizards finally uh, got around to releasing their mechanics article on the yeah. day spoilers started. It usually comes out a few days before. Yeah, typically we got to remind you guys what the mechanics do because there's so much time has passed in between the mechanics episode and our set review, but like our set review is going to be next week, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... We're going to be doing that today, going over the mechanics. Uh, if mm -hmm. you want to get at us on social media and say hi, uh, you can uh, find all those links in the description, Facebook, Discord, uh, Twit, not Twitch, gosh, Twitter, some tea thing. <laughs> one, one of the Twits, right? One of the Twits. All those yeah. are there. And like I said, we're going to be doing our set review episode next week. So if there's any any cards you want us to specifically make sure we address in the episode um hit us up any of those places discord's probably the best but any of those places will work um let us know what you want us to talk about and we'll talk about it yeah if you want to support the show there's two ways you can do that the first is our tcg player affiliate link tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com follow that link on over and anything you purchase after that will get a percentage of to help keep the show going um, if you want to support us more directly, patreon.com slash casual tryhard MTG is where you can do that. Patrons get access to our show notes. They get access to our pre-show, which was a little short this week. Sorry. Uh, hopefully my computer will iron itself out and uh, it'll be better from now on. Fingers crossed, at least until I get a couple bucks squirreled away to, to upgrade it here. Um, patrons also get put on my mailing list for when I have cool stuff to send out. I just got the give back sent out yesterday, so you guys should be seeing them by the time you're listening to this. Uh, maybe not because of the holiday. Hopefully yeah. shortly, you guys will be getting those in your hands. Uh, Patreon.com slash MTG if you want to chip in and have access to any of that stuff. Or if you just want to tell us you like us, that's a good way to do that too. Yeah. Uh, we also have our YouTube channel, Casual Tryhard MTG on YouTube. You should go check it out. Uh, Brian posts up there three times a week. It's mm -hmm. mostly limited content, although you did mention that you were itching contemplating to, some constructed stuff. Itching to play a little bit of uh, standard to do like degenerate things in standard, but we'll, we'll see yeah. if that comes to fruition. Yeah. Um, the podcast also gets posted there on Thursdays, a video forum where you can look at us. That's especially important for next week when we do our set review episode because we bring the cards up on the screen so you guys can see what we're talking about as we're talking about them. Um, and I do my Tomfoolery Tuesdays where it's a lot of historic brawl lately. So if you want to check out some historic brawl, Casual Tryhard MTG on YouTube, come check us out. Subscribe, leave a comment, like a video, all that stuff that you do. You got anything else for the... Uh, the housekeeping or we get no, to move on. We, we do need a uh, a uh, 30 3700 more watch hours to oh, get that's all? uh to get to our uh 
to 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 meet the metric of uh, how many uh how many watch hours and we need 900 more subs no problem mm. Sure. And we can monetize this YouTube thing and then we'll be on the, <laughs> on our way to retirement. Bugattis in in everyone's garage. Is that how that works? I think. I think you like monetize <laughs> your YouTube and then it's just it's yeah. just Bugattis Rain Feller built. For as Bugattis for as far as the eye can see. Excellent. Uh again, Good that's what I'm gonna that's brand. what I'm, that's what I'm gonna tell myself. <laughs> yeah. It seems seems very very much like how it works, right? Yep. I no, so. I think that's all we got. Um. So yeah, we got uh got some mechanics this week. Um, they did the I don't even know what you want to call it anymore the pre-release video, pre-spoiler video. Mm-hmm. The uh, they do all these weird videos now. Set announcement video. I don't. I guess I don't know what the actual term for it is. Uh, but they did a stream where they like released this video today. Okay. And, and in that video, they went through all of the mechanics for this set. And there was like an accompanying the article that they normally come out with. Uh, they released alongside it. So we're going to walk through here. There's only, only one new or one returning mechanic. Everything else is new. I thought there were two, but I could be wrong. Well, I guess the completed planeswalkers are the second. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I feel like some of them are just like reskins of old mechanics, but. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it the is sun mechanics. Yeah, it is kind of what it is. Like you can't you can't avoid that. Yep. Um, so we're gonna start with what I assume is. Fixed infect, yeah, which it's, is toxic. Well, it's somewhere. Yeah, it's some toxic is somewhere in between infect and poisonous. Yeah, so um, toxic is any time a creature deals combat damage to a player, that player gets a number of poison counters equal to that creature's toxic mm-hmm. um, number. So if it's toxic one. They get one poison counter. It doesn't matter if your creature deals four damage or one damage. They just get the number of toxic counters or the number of poison counters that the creature has toxic. Yeah. Um, the The example they gave was Paladin of Predation. Mm-hmm. Five green green for a six seven with toxic six. Um, so if this thing ever touches you, you get six poison counters. Yeah. I guess, like, how different is this from Poisonous? I know that's, like, a super old mechanic and nobody remembers how it works, but isn't this just Poisonous? It feels like, like, like it. Like, they had a number with Poisonous, right? Like, Marsh yeah. Viper with, like, Poison 2 or whatever? Yeah, I'm going to try to see if I can get stuff to load here. Um, and that's kind of weird if that's what they did. It's just, like, well, did a mechanic with did, a different word. Did Poisonous... Um, did it deal damage as well? I think so. Uh, is it Marsh Viper? Was that the There the are original? two cards that have poisonous... Whatever. Uh, so poisonous 
So I'm looking at virulent sliver here. Uh, so whenever a sliver deals combat damage to a player, that player gets a poison counter. A player with 10 or more poison counters loses the game. That is for virulent one. Or sorry, poisonous one. Maybe that's poisonous three, of, whatever. Yeah. So here, an enchantment that gives poisonous three. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, that player gets... Yeah, so is is poisonous dealing damage? Or is it just giving poison counters? Well, it gives poison counters when damage is dealt, right? Uh, I guess. Yeah. No, I I think it is maybe just a a hard reskinning of poisonous. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah, and looking at the rules stuff, um, uh, da, 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 da. yeah, it looks like it deals damage and yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what I bet you the difference is. I think the way poisonous is worded, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, that player gets a poison counter. Is it a trigger? Is it you deal damage? Trigger goes on the stack. Get a poison counter. Maybe where this is toxic just deals it all at once. Yeah. Right, where it's happening at the same time. Yeah, that's a strange change to make, though. Yeah, I mean, that is... Less clicks on Arena. Or less waiting. Yeah. Let me see if I can find a a card with... A card with toxic and reminder text. Uh, No such thing on... Oh, no. Players that combat damage by this creature also get a poison counter. Yeah. So I think it's all one thing. Yeah. There's no trigger. Yeah. But effectively just a reskinning of poisonous. Mm-hmm. So um my uh my head immediately went to now I forget his name. The bad two drop. The legendary uncommon two drop that uh with death touch from Keldheim. That it's a one three that gives two oh, poison fin- counters. Yeah. Fin so, the thing bearer. Yeah. So um like that into the um I don't know if officially spoiled three drop. Yeah, the three mana four four. With uh uh that pro- proliferate. I'm gonna have to say that word a bunch. Proliferate. <laughs> um uh when it when it hits. Um yeah. Right, like this mechanic, unlike um, Infect, encourages like double strike and, t- and trample. Right, not right. actual power. Yeah, so you know you don't want to give it plus three plus pl- three. You want to give your creature double strike to get right. the toxic, however many t- the toxic value twice. You mm-hmm. want to give trample because it doesn't matter if. Your creature gets in for four damage or one damage again. Same exact example. Right. It's just that it gets that one that one point of damage and gives the poison counters. Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of a different way to build infect. Mm-hmm. 
So. Yeah, like you said, it kind of fixed. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I think that they didn't intend on infect on people getting like turn three comboed off the planet. Yeah. Like, oh, they played an unblock. Though I don't know what they thought they were gonna. What they thought they were gonna get when they made Ink Moth. Uh, Ink Moth. Uh, uh, what what is the guy? I just blighted agent. Blighted agent. Yes, thank you. Oh, yeah. uh, the unblockable infect guy. Oh, what could possibly anyone <laughs> possibly do with that? Um, but yeah, so I think it's their attempt to fix. It. It's interesting. It also makes limited better. This is mm-hmm. something that came up uh, on the Arena Decklist podcast, which was like. Uh, in fact, if you were in lim- in like the uh, infect arc color pair, right? If you got your opponent to eight infect and they killed all your infect creatures, there might be seven creatures, eight creatures in your deck that don't have infect. Right. So you did like no damage to your opponent. Right. So this, they have to worry about their life total and their their poison counters. Yeah, that's a good point. So it'll play better for limited. You won't be in a situation where you're like, oh, man, I have one more infect creature. I really have to get there. Yeah. It, I mean, it's also, I don't know if it's less well-known, but a less common occurrence that infect also deals damage to creatures differently. Oh, yeah. Deals damage in minus one, minus one counters to creatures. So, like, the damage base never heals. Mm-hmm. Um, and this doesn't do that. So it they deal damage to creatures as normal. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that infect thing, but it was yeah. it was a, a a take on wither. Yeah. Uh so yeah, infect did a lot of interesting stuff. Mhm. I mean, we are moving towards Hearthstone. Damage not going away it does feel very uh, Hearthstone. <laughs> Hearthstoney. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, hey, magic's supposed to change forever this year, so maybe maybe that's how magic is changing forever. Just every every creature is a Teferi, uh, yep. time raveler. Just you can't play it instance. Yep, we are Hearthstone now, dog. <laughs> There's no spells anymore; just creatures. Just creatures. All right, then we have corrupted, which is kind of tied to toxic. Right. So corrupted is an ability word that highlights uh, that that yeah. sorry an ability word <laughs> that uh, cards will get stronger when your opponent has three poison counters or more or more yeah yep. so your your goal here is to get to three to turn on an ability of this card kind of like weird metalcraft. Yeah, I think the like the line of thought here, I believe, was that they made poison worse, so like there needed to be another incentive to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is the other incentive is there's a a couple different kinds of corrupted bonuses. There's some that are like just static abilities that are turned on when y- your opponent's corrupted. There's some that are an activated ability that's kind of unlocked when your opponent's corrupted. And there are also instant and sorcery spells with corrupted. I don't think we've seen one yet, Um, but the article says that they exist. So I would imagine that that would be like corrupted kicker. 
something. Yeah, where the where the spell does something extra if yeah. you have uh if you have reached corrupted. Yep. <laughs> reached corrupted. Have you reached corrupted? I think Wizards has been corrupted. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, I, I agree. I'm trying to look up what, what their example was. Did they give? They gave a land. Yeah. So the seed core was the example. It taps for colorless. Uh, you can tap and add one man of any color. Spend this moment. Mo- spend. Gosh, talking for a pseudo living. <laughs> um, spend this mana only to cast Phyrexian creature spells. Yep. And then corrupted, it is reverse Pendlehaven. Target one one creature gets plus two plus one until the end of turn. Activate only if an opponent has three or more poison counters. Yep. Uh, and then there's that's also weird. I hadn't, hadn't thought a bit of reverse Pendlehaven, but that's exactly what it is. Yep. And then there's what's there's also a sphere. Are there things that care about spheres in this set? Uh. Are there, there are is there anything that cares about spheres? I've seen multiple spheres, but I haven't seen I just uh, noticed that. Yeah, but I haven't seen like a like a like a a cloud post uh yeah. payoff kind of thing. Uh I don't think. So Interesting. Yeah, I've not seen that yet, but I would. It'd be nice. I I honestly think that the post decks wouldn't be too uh, like cloud post would not be too good in uh in modern. But what do I know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So they they just give you a little bit of a bonus, and I do think you're all right. They need to lean into this toxic mechanic because, yeah. like. Toxic has, it's weird in that it's either going to be very strong mm-hmm. or unplayable, right? It's either going to be yep. a limited mechanic or crazy good. And I don't think there's going to be like a middle ground. Yeah, I agree. Because something that you don't think about, right, is for infect. It basically was like all of your creatures had more, one more power mm-hmm. than, or double their power, actually. Double strike. Yeah, because you only needed to deal 10. Right. Right? Here, you only need to deal 10. Mm-hmm. Right? And you are, um, and you're still doing regular damage as well. Yeah, and so like, I think, like looking through what's been leaked or spoiled or whatever, it seems like most of the cards with toxic have a toxic value equal to their power. Most of them. Most of I them. That four four is only toxic one, but it's sneaky toxic too, though. Right. Um. Yeah, but like, you know, if you're able to like focus on it seems like it's a white mechanic a green white archetype Mm -hmm. um white often has like random cards that give double strike 
Yeah. Right. So like now you're in the situation where you're like, oh, my toxic two thing, I get it in, I get four counters on you. Yeah. And then maybe you can do the rest of the damage with, uh, you know, proliferate or something. Mm-hmm. Some other way. Yeah. So like the, the toxic six guy, I know we've just gone back to toxic, but the toxic six guy, like that is effectively the same as making a 12-7. Right? Like you only have to get hit twice with it and you die. Yeah. Right, so, any you know it, you know, or a being, five seven, a f- well, well for twenty life, right? If you're at twenty life, well, right, right but you only need ten poison counters. I know, but so, what? So toxic six is akin to something with twelve power, because you like double it. It's, it's like twice as effective. It would have to be like a ten seven yeah. to kill you in two hits. So, like, this is a seven-mana Ulamog the Ceaseless Hunger, right? If it hits you twice, you die. Mm-hmm. I know, Ulamog has extra package, but... Also can't be chumped. Yes, can't be chumped. Um, so, you know, double strike and things like that go a long way on cards that, uh, that you know, with Toxic. Because mm-hmm. then it's kind of like quadruple strike. That's right. Which I'm sure will be the next unset mechanic. <laughs> yeah, we had. Slow- what was the last one? Was triple triple strike? There was triple strike, and wasn't there like a slow? Yeah, where it dealt damage after regular damage. Was that some zombie? Yeah. So oh, unsets. Yeah. So corrupted is one of those things that, like, if it is last only strike. It, was, it was last last strike. strike. Corrupted is only as good as Toxic is. If Toxic is good, Corrupted is good. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I mean, I could I could see a case for Corrupted being better than Toxic, though, depending on what the Corrupted abilities are. Because I would imagine it's a lot easier to get a couple chip shots in early Fair. with Toxic than it is to close a game out mm-hmm. once your opponent has some defenses up. Um, so Corrupted might be better. Reasonable. Um, next up, we have the uh, Morrow's teased um, ability or keyword with punctuation. We for Mirrodin. For Mirrodin. <laughs> um, so this is kind of just living weapon. Um, kind yeah, of. It's kind of living weapon. It's living weapon plus. There was a a time where there were a bunch of um, two mana artifacts that came into play and made a one one. Mm-hmm. Right, and like you attach to the one, you attach to the one one. Yeah. Right. This is the same kind of thing. Yeah. It was a court. 20? I think. There was like the red one that you could sack and ping. There yeah, was the, the white one. Mask of something. Mask of Immolation? Yeah, I think that's it. And then the white one. Yep. So, um, this is just... They could have done with this without a keyword. 
Oh, for sure. This is, I think it's closer to like a flavor keyword like we had with AFR, where like the abilities had ability keywords. Is that what I called them? Yeah. They, uh, like the abilities had like a flavorful name to them that didn't actually mean anything. I think that's all that this is. This text could have just been like part of the card. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta make it fancy. Sure. They needed that fifth mechanic. That that Six. sneaky fifth mechanic. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't think there's anything tricky to know about this, right? No. Right. It's just gonna come in, trigger, make a thing. And you only attach it to that creature. So if the creature dies from underneath it, that's not like you have to put the equipment somewhere else. Right. And it's an ETB effect that goes on the stack. So if somebody kills the equipment, you still get the nerd. Yes. And it's a 2-2, which is also different from Living Weapon. Living Weapon's made a 0-0. Yeah. But the, the equipment for Living Weapon was better-ish. Yeah. So, I mean, this uh, this preview that they gave is pretty good. Yeah. It's I'm, a blade of shared souls, two and a blue. And it has four Mirrodin. Uh, whenever blade of shared souls becomes attached to a creature, for as long as blade of shared souls remains attached to it, you may have that creature become a copy of another target creature you control with equip two. So it's like a clone that you can move around that comes with a body for three mana. That's pretty good. Okay. what What is this now? Oh, this, okay. I was looking, I was thinking there was like a red-white card. I was like, I remember oh. it cloning, but yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, okay, this one yeah. actually has a reasonable equip cost. Yeah. I don't uh, remember seeing the red-white one. I just looked at, looked in the article here. What's yeah, so uh, it is one red-white for uh, a an equipment... That has <clears throat> four Meriden. You gotta, you gotta do it right. <laughs> and it, um, uh, I, I was trying to read the, the a number on a card, and I zoomed in way too far on my screen because I'm old and can't see. Uh, mm. So it is. There we go. Blade hold, war whip, one red right. white for an equipment. Four Meriden. People are gonna love that. Um, <laughs> Uh, equip abilities you activate of other equipment cost one less to activate. Equipped creature has double strike. So it's a three mana 2-2 two, two double striker. Mm-hmm. And it has equip uh, five. Three red-white. Yeah. So, I mean, you can all you can almost treat these like the... Um, is the... Cr- is the mana cost for the equipment is that creature that I'm getting. Would I be happy right. with a three mana two, two double strike? Right. Yes. For the most part. Yeah. Would I be happy with, um, a three mana, cl- uh, clone mm-hmm. and that card, uh, what was, uh, mirror pool mimic. Yes. Uh, like that card was, kind of playable and standard mm-hmm. um and like before humans decks got more humans it was an honor- honorary human right so i think that it is 
like so you can treat you can look at that that the blade of shared souls as like would i be happy with a two mana two two that gets to copy something or sorry a three mana two two that gets to copy something yeah probably yeah, probably pretty good it's uh it's interesting that they we've seen it a lot <laughs> they keep like reiterating on old mechanics mm-hmm. um because we also had we just had reconfigure yep which is pretty similar to this as well where it comes in as a creature and then you make it an equipment and they make it an equipment yeah here the creature gets to stay if yeah, you unequip it but, body, but yeah but no same same basic thing yeah i mean maro has been doing this for 20 years Mm, it's true that at some point you have to like start running out of ideas or like you go back to your file and you're like oh man these these ones suck yeah there's only so much uh powdered red bull you can you can can snort yeah (laughs) just got cans of red bull drying yep yeah man i need it i need it uncut no (laughs) no dilution man straight taurine all right man (laughs) Calm, calm down. Woo! Yeah, whatever Sorry. you say, Mario. Whatever you say. Um, we also have oil counters. What are oil counters? And are they slippery, Greasy Jockey? <laughs> I would imagine they are. Um, they're also basically nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... It's a weird thing. They could have been called anything. And... We've had counters in the past that were kind of like this, didn't we? That like aren't really anything. It's just an object for things to care about. I said that this reminded me of brick counters. Yes, brick counters. <laughs> so if that's you a, that's a good one, if you were playing Hour of Devastation, Amonkhet, mm-hmm. they had a mechanic where like you would use an artifact and take brick counters off. And then once all the brick counters were gone, it did something different. Or you had ones yeah. where you put brick counters on and you built up the yeah. thing and then it did something better. I think the uh, the difference here is that brick counters were only ever a threshold. And like now the number of brick counters matters. And there's also cards that like can move... Uh, oil counters around so if you have uh, i imagine some giant like hulking behemoth war machine thing with that needs oil counters to keep going you could fuel it with other oil counters cards yeah there's a thing that's like remove this many oil counters to do a remove one oil counter does a two oil counters does b three order Mm -hmm. oil counters does c and then, like, there are cards that are, like, you know, move a brick counter, move move an oil counter. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's similar to charge counters, mm-hmm. right, where they just kind of, like, you know, change the name. Because there's, yeah, there's a thing that, like, moved charge counters from thing to thing yeah. and stuff like that. Yep. So, Yeah. But it's basically there's some, just there's a couple cards that have like weird fading, with, but with oil counters too, right? Is there a cycle of them? Oh yeah, yeah. There was there was a card. Uh, here it is. 
I found it. It's not officially spoiled. I don't know. Cover your ears or something. Uh, so it enters with four oil counters and it loses one each turn. If it has like three or four oil counters, uh, has trample as long as it has two or fewer oil counters. And you remove uh, an oil counter each upkeep. So it's like an undercosted beater that yeah. slowly fades away. But at the end, its last two turns, it has trample. Yeah. So, yeah, where it changes. So if you want to keep this thing around, you need to, like, keep putting oil on it. it needs to, to be super sli- slippery. Super duper slippery. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's just like a take on charge counters. You're just kind of, it's almost like energy where it's kind of, it's like an on the table resource that you can move around. You can gain in some places and spend Mm -hmm. in others. Yeah. But instead of the oil counters going on you, the oil counters go on some permanent that can shift them around. So, it's just, like, another, like, thing to track. That's what we needed. More things to track. More things to track. We still need to make that brawl deck that makes clues, food, treasures, <laughs> energy, poisons people, oil counters. Gotta get some brick counters in there. Gameobjects.deck. Charge counters. Yep. Uh, okay. Velocity counter. Do you remember what oh, gave, yeah. gives velocity counters? Uh, it was the vehicle from Keladesh, right? Yeah, like the... Oval Chase Dragster. Yeah, that's what it was, yep. Yeah. I couldn't remember. I was going to say Speedy Ballista, but I think you're right. <laughs> I couldn't I remember. I could not remember a student's name today. I, like, described her entire life history. Could yeah. not remember her name. But I remember Oval Chase Dragster. <laughs> this student Priorities, is in man. is in my class this semester. I hope she's she's not listening to this podcast. I mean, I kind of hope she is. Like, we need the listeners, man. Let's, let's <laughs> more more ears. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, wait, wait. Good, great prioritizing brain. Good job. Yep. Um. So yeah, so I think it's just like a game object to move around. Yeah. A little exactly bit. What it is easier to track because it's like on the table yeah so we uh we mentioned this one earlier when we were talking about toxic but it also works well with oil counters because it can manipulate the oil counters Mm -hmm. and this is a returning mechanic proliferate uh we had it last at war of the spark Mm -hmm. and it was a phyrexian mechanic before that um works the same as it always has when something proliferates you choose any number of permanents or players and put one counter of any type for each type of counter they have you get to pick and choose what permanents and what counters get added Mm -hmm. it's the long story short um yeah i mean it is a this set has more than normal planeswalkers and yep. it is a good mechanic with planeswalkers. Mm-hmm. And this set has infect. Not sorry, it yep. has toxic. And so toxic. this is a way for you to like push that last little bit of uh infect damage or poison no, counters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Right, like and you worked could... with whatever slippery things you're doing. Yeah, but like, so you could just put like one poison counter on someone, never attack again, and just, just proliferate, proliferate your way to victory. Proliferate, proliferate. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't I wonder know if... if there's a way like to give things oil counters that aren't supposed to have oil counters. Maybe, because like. I think Grease Fang probably needs an oil counter. Fair. I I now have your Tuesday tomfoolery. <laughs> can we Give make the greasy the... boy some oil? <laughs> can we get the greasy boy some oil for his shop? Yeah. <laughs> How does the deck win? It wins when I put an oil counter on Grease Fang. Hover bike. Yeah, hover bike. Um, so like there's experimental augury, which is, I'm gonna say it. I'm going to use words that no one has ever liked. Strictly mm -hmm. better anticipate. Yep. It is one in the blue for an instant. Look at the top three cards of your library. Put one of them into your hand and the rest of the bottom of your library in any order. Proliferate. Yep. So proliferate on this card literally costs zero mana. Compared it is, to anticipate. Yep. Yes. This is a card that has been printed before. And they just added something extra to it. Yep. No reason to play Anticipate before this. Definitely no um, reason to play Anticipate after this. Correct. We have we have better Anticipate. Yep. We also have Impulse, so... <laughs> if if I guess if Impulse is the bar, they took one card off of Impulse to add Proliferate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, do you remember the uh, announcement of mechanics for War of the Spark? They did it live in front okay. of, like, an audience. And when they said Proliferate was coming back, the crowd exploded. Yeah? Yeah, they were like, oh, my God. They're screaming, clapping. Because they're like, it's a mechanic that's really good with Planeswalkers. And there was like murmuring in the cloud. It's proliferate. Ah! We need to get back to that, wizards. <laughs> we need to get people back to people. People being excited or people being excited about proliferate? People being excited. Because if you're going to get excited about proliferate, you'll get excited about anything. <laughs> so. Maybe that was the problem. We need to get back to like people being excited about mechanics. Yeah. And like that, again, the gathering part of things. But I just like. Seeing proliferate and then just remembering back to War of the Spark and people being like, oh my god, proliferate's back. And now it's just like, yeah, whatever. Eh, whatever. Here's the mechanics list that we, we screwed up and spoiled a quarter of the set before spoiler season started. You guys yeah. already have read all the reminder text. Here you go. Yeah, just rub some oil on it. It'll be better. Yeah. You can't remember what you saw. It's too slippery now. <laughs> That's right. Um, and then there is more, one more mechanic that wasn't mentioned in the article, but has been a mechanic the other times that we've seen it. So I figured I'd include it here. And that's completed. Uh, we got a whole bunch of completed planeswalkers that are new for this set. Um, and that works the same as it has. Except that we have one planeswalker with double Phyrexian pips now. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first time we've had that. 
So the way completed works is there's a Phyrexian mana symbol in the casting cost for the Planeswalker. And if you choose to pay two life instead of the color mana that it is, uh, the Planeswalker will enter with two fewer loyalty per two life paid. Other yeah. than that, it's, yep. That's so the same if, as we had. If you're going to come in with six and you pay the two life instead of the mana, it comes in with four. Uh, so I so there's been a video Seth has a short on YouTube sorry Saffron Olive has a short on YouTube where he talks about completed being a replacement effect and that if you have Veraska and oh god Vorinclex Mm-hmm. That when you play Veraska, if it if you've paid the completed cost, you get to choose the order, so that it could come in with six counters, get doubled to twelve, and then minus two for completed. Hmm. But like the way it reads, I don't know if that's right. But he's like done it in two videos, so I must be wrong. I don't know. The Planeswalker enters with two fewer loyalty counters. So it feels like those six counters never arrive to get doubled. That's what I would assume, yeah. But he's talked about it being a replacement effect, so I don't know. I guess I haven't looked at the rules for completed. Yeah, that's strange. Uh, to see, like, hey, I'm a, I'm a replacement effect or not. So... I was going to... I was kind of going to take his word on it, but I also it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Uh so let's look at a Johnny sleeper agent here. Um It it is a replacement effect and it applies hmm. only to a permanent that is entering the battlefield with loyalty counters. Any replacement effects that would apply to the number of loyalty counters it enters the battlefield with will apply as normal. Uh, hmm. Weird. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess so. Because, like, I read it as, like, it would come in with... Yep, so. All right, so there you go. You can double them, then subtract. Yep. Good to know, I guess. Yeah. So, basically, the thought is that, like, Veraska, they got spoiled, so Veraska, um, uh has completed and is four black uh, Phyrexian black mm-hmm. and has a zero of draw a card, lose a life, proliferate. So it is effectively a plus one. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus two of a creature becomes a treasure. Okay. And then a minus nine of... It's a wordy way of saying... Your opponent ends up with nine poison counters. If they have one poison counter, they get eight. If they have five poison counters, they get four. They just end up with nine. Mm -hmm. So, apparently, Veraska and Vorinclex, you can play Veraska or, like, uh, ultimatum for Veraska and Vorinclex. Mm -hmm. If they give you Vorinclex and Veraska, she goes to 12 
you ultimate, you give nine poison counters, Voron clicks doubles that, and you can oh. one-shot your opponent. That's cute. So, in theory, your ultimatum can never be Voron... You, you make your pile Vraska, Liliana, Voron clicks. Yeah. They can never give you Voron clicks. Right. Because either Planeswalker and Voron clicks, you just die. Mm-hmm. So you just get Fresca and Lily, and you're like, okay, I guess I will win the game with this now. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. And I think, like, I don't remember what Lily's plus is, but getting to, like, add extra loyalty to her with Fresca. Yeah. Is pretty solid. Lily of the Veil? No, Lily, um, Dreadhorde General. Oh, okay. Uh... So like the, that's the the um, the pluses make a zombie. Pluses make a zombie. Is yeah. it's plus one. But like if you get to go like Lily plus one, go to seven. Veraska plus one, Lily's at eight. Veraska plus yeah. one, Lily's at nine. Alt your Lily. Yeah. You have to like wait a turn to leave your opponent with a land. Right. Uh but that's probably fine. Yep. So. Hmm. So, like, you just basically your ultimatum can win the game any any number of ways. Yeah. You you have a pile that wins the, the wins it any number of ways. Yeah. Get to get to seven mana win the game. Yeah. Oh wow. So I'm just I'm just here. Um, remember Lily Dreadhorde General, the Japanese version? Yeah. Yep. Guess how much the Japanese version is, uh, now. It was like a thousand for the regular, like for the Japanese one, right? Yeah. Was it, it's only 120 now. Well, well, the foil was a thousand. Okay, I'm trying to find the foil now. Uh, I'm having difficulty finding the foil. Uh, keep looking. Or is this the foil? I'm not smart enough to do this, apparently. Uh, it does not seem like it is that much anymore. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So... Did you see this? I posted it up in the Discord that uh, foreign language Atraxa that was leaked. Uh, yeah, I I looked at it. It seems fine. Um. Well, there's a there's a notable notable thing. Oh it. yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if you want to talk about it or not. And I don't know if it's accurate or not because it's a translation. Fair. I mean, we we can talk about it, maybe, like, or yeah, what it, what it could be. Yeah, I, I mean, we don't have to talk about the whole card, but it refers to uh, specific card types and how you can have one of each card type, and then it lists the card types, and it lists them as artifacts, battle, creature, enchantment, instant, land, planeswalker, and sorcery. Battle, you say? What's a battle? I don't know. Oh, so the uh, pre-release Dreadhorde Generals are forty-five hundred. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> the regular ones, there are no foil regular ones. There's only the pre-release. Gotcha. Okay. Anyway, um, I don't. So, do we no. think this is a mistranslation and battle is supposed to be tribal? Maybe. That would make sense. Because tribal is a card type that is not listed on the card. It is. So, that would make the most sense. Because it would be weird for them to just like have a new card type and then not have it in the set unless. So I think yours is probably most likely, but they have the little goofy, weird, like, mini set. Yeah. Like, it could, like, be something from the from the next set. Well, yeah. I mean, they did that with Tarmogoyf, right? We didn't have Planeswalkers, but they called out Planeswalkers on Tarmogoyf. And then they also made a big deal about saying that magic will never be the same after this year. So yeah. I don't know. Like... Battle could be a thing, but it could also just be tribal. Yeah. I'm like trying to I'm I went someplace else to look for the I went to MTG previews to see if they had that card up. Mm-hmm. But it looks like they're only dealing in legitimate wizards wizard sponsored uh previews. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not because to see if they had a different translation, mm-hmm. but I do not see one. So, I think it being tribal, and it seems like tribal is a word that you could like translate into battle. Yeah, I, I don't know. Not I that I, not that I know Spanish. Jack about whatever language this is in. Spanish. Uh. But Betala. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Cannot. So, uh, that would be interesting. I know that, like you said, magic will never be the same after this year, so they could be adding battles. Which I guess... What would do you think be... a battle would do? Some sort of weird knockoff saga. Enchant World or something? <laughs> yeah, we just brought back, back Enchant, Enchant World. World. Because... We called it something else. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Just called something else. Kind of like Furiridin. Oh, here we go. Furry first thing on uh, on uh, Mythic Spoiler. Uh, someone said mistri- mistranslation battle should be tribal. Uh, huh. No? Then other people were like, no, tribal is just tribal in Spanish. So, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't hmm. know. Oh, well, is I imagine tri- we'll is, figure it out pretty quick here. Is tribal a retired mechanic? I mean, it doesn't matter if it's retired or not. It's still a card still type. a mechanic. Yeah, still still a card type. Uh, yeah, Retiring maybe retiring it doesn't like remove may- it from the game. Yeah, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe battle is something in. What is the next one? March of the Machines? March of Machines, yeah. Right? Like, they're marching, they're battling. Maybe. They're bringing the big pains. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I mean, that would fit with Magic Will Be Changed Forever, 
We yeah. made a new card type. So, yeah, we did. It, well, I, I mean, if that's the case, it's weird that they didn't list tribal as a card type because it is still a it, card type. It is still a card type. Yeah. But it's not a card Unless type. Unless that's a change in like comp rules. Like, how would they. It's tribal, not a card type. Well, then that would break Tarmogoyf. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's weird. Let's see here. Let it. Uh, <laughs> so, it is. It is still in the comp rules according to the MTG wiki. Tribalist? Yeah. Yeah, but that probably won't get updated until the comp rules update comes out. Uh, through Brothers War. Yeah. Um. Oh, wait. Does it say permanent or card? It says card type, right? I think it says card type, yeah. Okay, it says... Uh... Card type. Yeah, no, it... From what I know... Yeah, tribal should be there and battle would be new. Yeah. So. Hmm. None of that matters for how good this card or bad this card is. It's no. Just, I thought it was interesting. It is It is weird that they would not count it. Yeah. Uh, when, when they're laundry listing the card types. Right. For them to just go like, yeah, we're not going to laundry list that card type. Right, that just seems silly. Um, man, I really wish I would have opened an alt-art Japanese uh, lily uh, <laughs> the infoil. I could, I could go for $4,500. Um, you and me both. Think of how sweet your computer would computer be. computer I need to rebuild, evidently. Yeah. Um, Hopefully it doesn't catch on fire when I'm rendering this video tonight. <laughs> they. Uh, if you hear fire trucks, it's me. <laughs> Oh no! Don't say that. Um, got to drive past. Oh no! I guess they don't have to go past your house. There's one on the other side of me. Um, they did sneak another mechanic in that they didn't have in the thing. What's that? Battle cry. What has battle cry? Uh, it is an elite card. Oh. It is. Rhea Ivor Bane of Bladehold. Two white black legendary creature Phyrexian Knight. Battle cry. Whenever this creature attacks, each other attacking creature gets plus one plus oh until end of turn. Interesting. And then it has uh, at the beginning of combat on your turn, the next time target creature would deal combat damage to one or more players in combat. Prevent that damage. If damage is prevented this way, create that many uh, one one colorless Phyrexian Might tokens with Toxic One, hmm. and this creature can't block. So, Weird. yeah. So like, Battle Cry did was Battle Cry was on more than just Hero of Bladehold, right? Yeah, it was a. Um, it was a mechanic in the other. Yeah, what the one that s saw play in Affinity. Oh, uh, blah, 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 blah. what's Signal name? Pest? Signal Pest, yeah. Yeah, like that. 
Yeah, so like it's it has been a mechanic. It's weird. I wonder if they only put it on one card. Maybe. And then they were like, "Well, the reminder, the reminder text is good enough that we don't have yeah, to list it to... as a mechanic." <clears throat> Still weird, though. Yeah. No, there's a bunch of battle cry yeah, cards. Battle cry. Yeah. Huh. So, I guess there are. I say a bunch. There are one. From, like, a mainline set, one, two, three, four, I'm assuming five, six, seven? There are, like, six or seven from Mirrodin. Yeah. Or Mirrodin Besieged or whatever. So not a ton. And then there's been, like, like a couple in Commander sets, a couple in um, the Warhammer 40k decks. Mm-hmm. And then a uh, Modern Horizons one. So, like, yeah, it's like a real mechanic. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sorry. I didn't want to disrespect Garbage Elemental. Oh, yeah. Can't forget about Garbage Elemental. Can't forget about Garbage Elemental. No. Thank you, Unset. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, it seems... Uh, they just snuck one in on us. <clears throat> yeah. So, other than, like, battle, um, things seem pretty straightforward. Yeah. I got a, I got one more thing we can talk about before we wrap the show okay, up. Okay, hit me. Uh, is it... It's not a spoiler to talk about the completed Planeswalkers, right? I think they've released them all. Yeah. So, completed Jace. Yes. We need to call him Locutus. Locutus? Yeah. Why? He's Locutus of Rin. He's a Borg, man. Look at the eye things coming out of him. He's a Borg. Okay, let me yeah, let me like get zoom back in to the... on his arm and look at the eye stalk things. He's he, he's a Borg. He is a Borg. Um. <clears throat> Zooming. This is the biggest Jace has ever been. <laughs> um, I guess he does have weird little eye things coming off of him. Yeah. Um, this is interesting that they're like, kind of indirectly killing Jace. Uh, I don't know that they're actually killing any of these planeswalkers. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know. Are they going to go to, like, Ixalan and, like, find, like, find out? <laughs> they can go back to Kamigawa and Grease Fang can, like, operate on them and pull out all the metal. <laughs> They'll go to Grease. Hey, because, like, um, oh, what's it? Uh, Kamigawa Neon Dynasty was a cyberpunk world, so there had to be, had to be Ripper Ducks. I, yeah, I would imagine so. Got to take your chrome out. That's right. Yeah, so there we go. Chase we'll, here went, went too hard on the chrome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone needs to watch the cyberpunk anime. <laughs> it was actually really good. Yes, it was very good. It yet. Yeah, it was very good. Um, speaking of, this would have been a pre-show thing if your computer hadn't been weird. Did you watch? No spoilers. Did you watch The Last of Us? I did not. Oh. It was good. It's very okay. good. 
It's on HBO. Will, if you have HBO. Yeah, I will add it to my list. Yeah, it just started this weekend. So it's only okay. one episode in. All right. If you played the games, it is like the first few hours of the game pretty faithfully rec- recreated. Okay. But, of course... Maybe I'll put it on while I'm uh, rendering tonight and hoping my computer doesn't catch on fire. Yeah, as you as you put a cool, damp clo- cloths over your case. Stay yeah, cold, I'm buddy. Blowing on it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and that's it for the ASMR podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, J- Jace is part of the Borg now. Yeah, I think he's Lacutus. Lacutus. I'm going to call him Lacutus. Um, all right. So with all of this, I think we have a show. We have a show. So your homework for this week is to send us cards that you want us to talk about in our a set review episode that should be next week based on how fast spoilers are. Yeah, I'm pretty sure spoilers are only a week. I'm pretty sure that's the timeline. So um so get at us with those on all of our social media links, Facebook, email, Twitter, uh Discord, all that stuff's in the description. So go check that out and give us some feedback and let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah, that'd be awesome. If you're looking to support the show, there's two ways to do it. The first is our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Head on over there. Whatever purchasing you're going to do will help support the show. We'll get a percentage of whatever you check out at. And uh, we'd really appreciate it. It doesn't cost you guys anything and really helps us out. The uh, second way to support us is through our Patreon, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Chip a couple bucks in if you think that we do a good job and you want to hear more from us. Um, And you get access to some cool stuff. You get access to our show notes so you know what we're going to be talking about in the upcoming week. You get access to our pre-show, which is us hanging out before the show, making sure all our equipment's not on fire and uh, kind of just catching up. And then you also get access to the givebacks when I send them out. I try and come up with some cool stuff to send out to... The people that are supporting us, uh, typically bi-monthly, roughly, um, and they just went out. So hopefully all you patrons are looking forward to it and enjoy what I what I sent you in the mail. Yeah, I'm sure they will. So with yeah. that, we'll catch you on the internets. We'll catch you on the internets. <laughs>